try not to fall On the way home You were trying to wear me down Kissing up all fences and up all walls On the way home I guess it's all working out Thanks so much for downloading this episode of I'm No Expert. If you want to support the show some more, go to patreon.com slash noexpertshow. Hi, Grant. How's it going, Chris? Good. How are you? It's Friday, and I'm alive. It is Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, everyone. And Labor Day weekend? It is. Yes. It is. This will go out for Labor Day weekend. That may have been a good uh, theme for the show for you. Instead. It would have been a better theme for the show. <laughs> we could have drinking really bad BMC beers. Oh, nope. You nope. would have drink on that's, a lake. That's going to be an event. That has to be that an is, event. That will and be And I have marathon. to show you a Kickstarter that you just reminded me of that I uh, have tweeted about because I think it's hilarious and awesome. Um, but if you are listening to my voice, uh, thanks so much for downloading this episode of I'm No Expert. I'm Chris Laudenslager, and this is a craft beer podcast, allegedly. And every single week, I pick a couple beers, a few friends, and we sit around in my makeshift studio and talk about beer and culture and news and, and other topics. Other topics. Anything that pops into our mind. Which is a very dark, dangerous place. It is. Yep. Uh, so if you're a, a kid, if you're a baby and you're listening to this, um, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you listen to to ruin yourself for your parents. Well, I mean, it's not like they can. They, then they'll have some knowledge. That's right. You know? No, they'll be cultured. Right. Ready for college. Exactly. Um, so this week is our pumpkin beer slash fall beer series. This is part de. Part de. Uh, if you <laughs> missed the first part, uh, you can go back and listen to not last week's, but the week before. Joey was on the show with me, and we did three fall-inspired beers. Not all pumpkin beers, because we had an Oktoberfest beer. Um, but it is definitely hitting the shelves hard already. I think today it was 93 degrees here in Indianapolis. No, it wasn't. It was 98 at one point. Oh, my God. I was dying. Uh, and so it's the perfect time to think about fall. <laughs> this <laughs> smells like regret. And pumpkins. <laughs> Chris, this just smells like regret. You can't cheat. Just give I'm it a chance. It. Give it a chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is part two. We're going to try to do like a bajillion fall beers before fall even happens. That's kind of the goal. Oh, so when, when it is fall, we don't drink fall beers. Right. Because at, <laughs> at, at, by the time that you it's want Christmas a fall beers. beer, right. If you want a fall beer, it's like late October, November, they're all gone. I will guarantee that a beer that we will drink now will be sold out, will by be sold out and you will not be able to find it. Okay. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Um, so our first one is actually from a local Indianapolis brewery, Flat 12. And I actually took a uh, a nouveau uh, BuzzFeed style quiz. Which Indianapolis brewery are you? Oh, <laughs> I was flat twelve. Were you now? I wonder what I would be. Well, let's uh, let's look let's it up. This take- is uh, Jack Pumpkin, and it was what is it? Five, flat Jack. Pumpkin. Flat Jack Pumpkin. Excuse me, as I'm trying to. It's a pumpkin ale. It's a pumpkin ale. Five point seven percent ABV. Okay. Your favorite style of beer, I think, is pumpkin ales, aren't they? I hate pumpkin beer. 
Chris was like, Grant, let's go do a show tonight. I was like, yes, let's go do a show, Labor Day weekend. I tricked you. And I got Grant, here, I and I'm like, hey, Chris, what awesome style of beer are we doing? He's like, pumpkin. <laughs> and all the color drained from my face. Simultaneously, it's all the happiness left my body. Well, let's uh, just start drinking anyway. Okay. I, I'll get happier as we drink. Yeah. Fairly smell of pumpkin. It pumpkin-y. smells cinnamon and like fall spice and pumpkin-y. All spice a little it, bit. This is it's, white girls, pumpkin spice it's beer. Very, it's very clear. Yeah, it's like um, like a healthy hobo piss. Yeah, like an apple juice as another reference, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. You'd want to drink? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't judge. Don't yuck at the people's yums. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right, let's try. All right, it smells worse than it tastes. Okay. Okay. It's not as not as pumpkiny spicy. It's a lot smoother. I mean, yeah. I still get it. There's still pumpkin in it. Uh, it is not but, as, but it's like... It's kind of bland. Yeah. Like, I'm disappointed for a whole other reason. That it's not, like, a that pumpkin it, spice latte latte yeah, or but it's whatever. Not even like a, I don't know if this is a good beer. Oh. So you're, like... Like, they can't hide behind... Like, they didn't use enough pumpkin to cover up that this is not a very good beer. There's no body to it. Okay. Like, like there's no flavor profile. I agree. Yeah, it's pretty bland. It's thin. Yeah, I think it's very. It's like very, very kind of wishy washy, almost Man. a little bit on my tongue. God, I want to say the intern brew this. I got a, a lot of like hop character, a lot of bitterness, or maybe that's no, that's the pumpkin. It's not ripe pumpkin. That's what it is. I think that's not ripe pumpkin. That's what I'm tasting. It's like an unripe vegetable, unripe fruit. It's a little bit sour. It's not ripe yet. It's like a rind. It's like you bit the into the, to the this, the rind of yep. the pumpkin. It, it's not bit. hops. It's it's not a hoppy sour. No, yeah. Now that I'm tasting it again, I'm not. It, I'm definitely not getting it. Wow, I hate to be so depressing. This this is. We're just starting off with the the humdinger <laughs> for real. Uh, I mean, most of stuff that flat twelve. Bruce is pretty good. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, that, and that's more why I'm disappointed. Because usually it's a lot of stuff that's solid. Now I'm now I'm disappointed that <laughs> that what that I got flat twelve as my brewery. Because now this is like <laughs> kind of depressing. No, Chris, it just means you hate fall. Uh, you let the intern brew the fall beer. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Summer is my favorite season. I know, I'm me too. Be, and we all get sad when fall comes. It means right. winter's right around the corner. Exactly. Everybody's like, I love fall. I love the se- the change of the weather. And I'm like, No, you don't. Because guess what's fall, coming? Fall in Indiana happens. In literally two weeks, because it'll be like the end of a this thousand month, degrees. It'll be like at the end of this month, it'll get down to like sixty-five. No, it won't. At the end of September, it'll still be like eighty-five in humid. <laughs> and then the next month, the it'll first be... week of October is like seventy-five. Then the next week is sixty-five, and then it's snowing. <laughs> yeah, done. I quit. There you go. Uh, I'm just. Uh... All right. I'm just out of. I'm. I'm just sad for the spirit. This is just sad. This is like how you came onto the show. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. All right. You want to take this? All right. I do. This is going to be from Indie Star. By the way, Indie Star, love you, your local local newspaper. Your website is, like, way too flashy. There's all these way too much stuff popping up, and, like, I can click this. What? And it goes back to the home screen or home page. And then I click back, and then it loads this thing. But then this little sidebar comes over for me to to log in. And it's got flash on it. That's gross. Okay. Okay. When, um, when someone offers you a beer, your response is a orange slices question mark 
Something light, please. Do you have muscles? Got anything darker? Got anything hoppy? Ah, woo. Got anything darker? Yeah. I would yeah. say if Guinness was like, do you have a Guinness? <laughs> do you have a Guinness? Um, what's the occasion? I need one. It's cold out. People watching on the Monon, mowing the lawn after your shift at the ballpark, chilling on the deck. Ooh, that's, that's tough. That's a tough one for you. Ooh, for me, it is. Well, I don't mow my lawn. True. I don't go to the Monon. True. Um, I don't have shifts. I don't go to ballparks. So I don't like that it's cold out. So I'm either chilling or I need one. I, I I'd say chilling on the deck. Honestly, that's more like not the yeah. deck, but like just chilling. Chilling. What's the container? Pilsner bottle, uh, wine glass, can, pint glass, mug, goblet. Please pint glass. Thank God. God. Jeez, Louise. Um, I'm honestly probably eating a burger. They're eating a burger with like, that. Like just yeah. I'm listening to Jimmy Buffett, Kanye West, Loverboy. You probably haven't heard of them. <laughs> Taylor Swift, Jason Aldean, Mumford and Sons. Unfortunately, can you pick? Do you know which one I'd, I'd pick? I'd pick Taylor Swift. I, I honestly, because I listen to like the radio and pop music. I yeah. just, yeah. There you go. Oh, this wasn't the brewery. This was a uh, oh, the beer. Baker beer. So you got a Raz? Raz wheat from Oaken Barrel. That's gross. I hate raspberry and wheat beers. Well, we'll have to see if we can find it and make you drink it <laughs> to see. You just like making me drink beers I don't like. Yeah. You know, just stepping out of your comfort zone, doing something different. No, no, you you find the the, the the types I don't like, and then exclusively get those. Not necessarily. Actually, you've been doing really good no, recently. You, you've, you've had some really good beers recently, and you've gotten better. Oh yeah, yeah. My my your I've palate has kind of expanded expanded a little bit. So you're not I've acquired so. some tastes. Mm-hmm. I had a really interesting oatmeal stout last night at a uh, Rock Bottom. Mm-hmm. It started. It was a really spicy oatmeal stout. And not like not like ghost pepper spice, but like ground pepper spice, like a lot okay. of like heat in it, but not like spice heat. And you like know, an herbal, like, like an herbal, like a heat. ground, like a black pepper. Someone took yeah. a pepper. Oh yeah, you sure the server didn't take a pepper grinder just go on top of your beer? That's what I thought because it was really hot at the beginning, and then it mellowed out and got really good. It was tasty. Let's see if I can find the uh, um, insider guide. Insider guide. Here we go. Which Indiana Indie Craft, craft Brewery are, are you? you? What is your favorite part of Indy? You've got six choices. Fountain Square, downtown. Downtown. East, downtown. The perfect beer is cold, an interesting mix of flavors on the heavier side, fruity and light. The stuff my body brews in the my stuff boo, the stuff my buddy brews in the basement. Anything creative and new, something classic with an interesting twist, whatever's in the fridge. On the heavier side, probably. Boop. Uh where do you, what do you wear on weekdays? Well, I don't wear khakis. Khakis and button-ups, something nope. comfortable and classy, a pinstripe suit, jeans and a comfy tee, overalls, a cardigan, and lots of accessories, uh, boots and a jean jacket, uh, one of my Colts jerseys. I guess comfortable and classy? Yeah, I'd say that for you. I don't even or khaki. Uh, or, or, See, I, I wear a button-up, but I, I, khakis are against my religion, just like shorts. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite hobby? Watching sports, <laughs> barbecuing, riding my bike, playing music with my band, hanging out with friends, driving my motorcycle, kicking back with my family, people watching. Friends. Um, what do you remember most from being a kid? Family movie night, changing schools a lot, jumping off my neighbor's roof, playing Little League, camping in the backyard, riding shotgun on my dad's truck, going to my first Colts game, or picking on my siblings. Go back up. It's honestly really got to be picking out my siblings. Okay. Uh, best date ever would be visiting the IMA, renting a done tandem that. down the canal. I haven't done that yet. Something crazy like skydiving, going nope. for a hike, dinner mm-hmm. downtown, a concert, meeting up at a bar. Oh. Mm. Dinner downtown. Dinner downtown? Yep. 
calculating results. Indiana City Brewing Company. Which I've never had. Downtown savvy and heavy metal, sophisticated, headbang. Um, all that equals you. Treat your edgy punk self to the night out at the handsomest tap room in town. Wait, punk and handsomest? I don't, those don't go together. I don't know. I, oh, I maybe we should go, know. Chris. Sure. The night's young. <laughs> so there you go. That's uh, your, your, uh, my spirit brewery. Your spirit brewery. God, this beer is so lackluster. Yeah, I think that's the perfect term for it, is just lackluster. Like, it's just like, I feel like I'm drinking Keystone Light with pumpkin flavoring in it. It may be not that lackluster. I'm, I, I'm that's an exaggeration. Yeah. But for what I expect at a flat 12. Yeah. I could, but I could see somebody who, like, Drinks a BMC beer and is like, "Ooh, I want some pumpkin." And I don't get think this, this would even like, get them. No, because it's, it's flat, and maybe the bottle's flat. I don't. It's like it's flat. It's smooth. Not like, but it does. There's not, bubbles, yeah. but I don't taste any. No, and it's smooth, but like not in a good way. It just feels like not slimy. It's too smooth. Yeah, like it's like it's got no teeth to it. It's not go. It doesn't have any mouth feel. It's for zero me. mouth feel. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me more of a... Hobo piss? No, just like the... Yep. Use your words. The the <laughs> kind of like... Vegetable-ness of a pumpkin. You know, because most of the pumpkin stuff that's around is like very sweet and has no, it's, cinnamony. It, it's pumpkin flavored. Right. Not pumpkin, actually. It's just... It's, it it's has... Pumpkin spice latte. No... It's it's not pumpkin spice latte. That's what I'm saying. Like this isn't. Most everything else is. Like the yeah. cinnamon oh, and the pumpkin right, yeah. in the in the like fall. Like a pumpkin pie or something like this. This is like you took a pumpkin vegetable out of the ground and just and cooked. you tossed a handful of them into the kettle when you, you were like, brewing. You like boiled them down and you got some of that pumpkiny flavor and that was it. There's not a lot else there. I think they put the rinds in. I think that's what they did. Let me just whole pumpkins. Let me just go. Let me just search. Get it behind the scenes. At this point, we need to like call up Flat Twelve. No, we don't. And just be like, "Hey guys, hey, are you twenty one? Yeah, okay. Did you let your intern <laughs> brew your pumpkin beer this year? Because they screwed the booch. Beer, uh, seasonal, flat pumpkin ale. Uh, when fall rolls out, so does Jack. Provided he stays away from the marauding trick or treaters. This bright orange, gourd like squash. squash from the genus Curcubita. Sure. Finds his way into the mash of this flat 12 seasonal pale ale. A special blend of Indiana spices and pumpkin shine through just enough to complement this slightly sweet and malty tribute to the season of hayrides and bonfires. If this was malty, it would be good. Mm, it's not. It's not. There's no malt. And these are not ripe pumpkins. And I hate bashing local breweries. I do but too. I mean like, but I expect better to flat 12. They've got great beer. And this is something that they do every, every year. year. The intern brewed this one. Think I'm, I'm going like, to chalk it up to that. Okay. The new you guy. Think was, you think it was probably just a, a fluke? Yes, I think the new guy brewed this, and this is not very good. And they had to bottle it because they had to sell their like holiday beer. Interesting topic, which we'll talk about later in the show. Um, yeah, I think final thoughts for this is just it's super, so lackluster. Yeah, it's just not there. I mean, I think Joey and I spent a good <laughs> twenty minutes on the show, the last show, going through like. The rating system on Beer Advocate. So if you want to hear about how the rating system works on Beer Advocate, 
we talked about bell curve and like basically statistics and right like, we, no one wants to rate it below average right no everybody's going to probably on average rate it at least a three you're going to get the most ratings at three mm-hmm. and then it's going to taper up to you know a four and mm-hmm. anything over four is probably truly really good right and but then, everything's 3.75 and anything that is the lowest beer i think was like 45 and that was it that, that was the lowest beer out of 100 oh i've had zeros before Right, but I mean, in the grand no scheme one, of things, no one no one's gonna, you may have rated it zero or one, so you can, at least you can rate it as one. Okay, and I'd be the outlier. So you can rate it one mm-hmm. on Beer Advocate, and that's it. You can't go any lower than one. Mm-hmm. So if, depending on how many people rate it, then... There you go. Yay, statistics. I mean, beer Advocate has an 85. That's horseshit. This they is say, not a B, this is not a solid B beer. They say they say very good. This is not well, maybe typically, but this batch was not a solid B. True. It's not. No, this is this batch was mm. I'd give it a thirty at best. You give this a thirty? At best. I mean generous. Uh, you want me to be honest? Yeah. I'd never drink this again. I'd give this like a zero or a ten, somewhere in that ballpark. So you didn't like this at all? No. Okay. However, and, I, and I'm saying this because it's not because I didn't, like, drink the whole thing. I've had beers here where I disliked them so much I didn't drink them all the way, but not because they're a bad beer, because I didn't like them. Yeah. This, this was, was just, a bad beer. And you just drank it anyway. Well, it's because it was, there was, it was fl- colored water. With, <laughs> At this point. No, it was. <laughs> yeah. There was no, there was no carbonation. There was very little alcohol. Mm-hmm. There was no real pumpkin-y flavor. It's it, almost like it, it feels like they took a, one of their ale recipes and just added a pumpkin. No, because their ale recipes are better than this. They are. There's more. There's more body to it. Yeah. There was no like range of flavors. It was this weird, smooth, slightly sour, like unripe pumpkin flavor the whole time. Yeah, I'm done bashing them. Give me, give me another beer. <laughs> All right, let's take a break <laughs> uh, and get another pumpkiny beer. For our uh, very seasonal part de part de of fall beers. Beer podcast. 
I'm Chris Laudenslager, joined with Grant Michael, the guest. Back again. Back again. And you this are... Is, this is a repeat, repeat. This is a repeat, repeat, because uh, in classic No Expert Show fashion, we are doing our fall beers. Which are pumpkin-based. Which are pumpkin-based. And I was, I was uh, forward-thinking this year, because I knew all of them would come out like this month. Yep. Which they are. Um, this month or last month, it just turned September. It is September now. Oh my goodness! Ugh. Um, so we are trying out pumpkin beers, and if you like pumpkin beers, even though it is still wicked hot in Indianapolis and a little early for pumpkin beers, um, go find them right now and like put them in their in your closet if you want to have them in November because you will not get them in November. You ran into a this problem of, last year. A lot of them you will not be able to find. Um, one of those. But you may actually be able to find this one. I don't really know. We, we found it last year. We did find it last year. So we're, we're good with that. Uh, Pumpkin by Southern Tier Brewing. Pumpkin Ale, 8.6% ABV. You know it's a long favorite of uh, Beer Advocate, but it gives you all of these oh, wow. lovely, lovely Descriptors? statistics. Uh, 19 degrees Play-Doh. What does that even uh, mean? Two-row pale malt. 8.8 degrees L? I don't know what 8.8 degrees L. I think... This is the. You put a little thing in it. Here we go. What does degrees play to me? Oh, thank you, Internet. <laughs> internet, you're the best. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, something. I think it's the alcohol content. What? It's 5% alcohol typically here, 12 degrees Play Doh, and 4% pills usually have 10 degrees Play Doh. This is often listed in a bottle of can. It seems regardless. Doesn't even know. An European measurement of the concentration of sugars in the wort prior to fermentation, expressed in terms of percentage, 10 Play-Doh is 10% sugar. There There you you go. go. How much sugar is in there? Apparently in this one, where's my tab? 19%. That's probably pretty high. 20% sugar? That's that's lots. And then it gives you the hot strains. It's nowhere near a Coke, but yeah, we can pretend. No. Did you see that thing like run around the internet that's like, what happens to your body two hours, you know, after you drink a Coke? And it gives you like an hour by hour breakdown. No, because mine dies. Of what happens in your body when you drink it? I'm sure horrible things. Oh, it's the worst. It's just disgusting. I used to know people that literally lived off Coke, like had Coke for breakfast. How? Okay. okay. Side side aside here. Sidebar. Who drinks soda for breakfast? I knew a few people. How? Very well. I don't know. They they, they open the fridge. And they crack the two liter and they pour it into a cup. And when they eat their eggs or their waffles, they just drink it with a coke. With a coke, and they—it's what they drink. They don't. They they will not drink water. Oh, so they're like a hundred percent. They they are coke. soda. Yeah, that's because it's like all that sodium. I don't. Even, I have no idea. In coke, it's all sugar. No, you'd be surprised. There's sodium too. I'm there's, sure. There's sodium in. That's why you like it, right? Because it's like so you want another. It's sweet enough to cover. That's why they have to put so much sugar because they cover up all the sodium. But it's all sodiums in there. So Especially salt like, water with sugar in it. Yeah, <laughs> salty sugary water. Uh, let's see. Where I've is never been on Coke's website. It is the worst. Look at this. Just garbage. What is? It's not ad. loading because you don't have flash. I, I've turned off flash. Okay, so we're out there. Brands. We need to do Coca Cola. Which is the brand. Well, I know people who drink Diet Coke in the morning. Yeah. I know a lot of people who do that. 
and, and that's and, like and a I, thing. And every once in a while, I'll have a Diet Coke. Yeah. But I, I refuse to drink regular Coke. I did the other night. Drew fed me one. I thought I was going to die in about 20 minutes. I literally sat there. I was like, Drew, I regret this. I don't remember the last time I actually had like a soda. Like a real of Coke. Any kind. Oh, really? Like any brand. Oh, so the last time I had like a real Coke, which was like two days ago, I literally thought I was going to die. Because it's just so like. Uh, no, like my stomach hurt. I felt oh, sick. Wow. Like it's just like sugary and slowed me down. But like sped up my heart. <laughs> You're like, I feel so awful. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually exactly what I looked like. I had a small sweat beads going on my forehead. It was terrible. Where is the? They've they've hidden it. Of I was course, because they don't want you to know. I was trying to look for it manually, but I know that they would hide it. I c- clicked the Coca Cola. No, it's not going to be under brand. Where is it going to be? Nah, it's going to. What's water replenishment? Go to the top. Water replenishment. Down, S- down. Click it. Over left, left two, left two. Okay, okay. click it. What does that mean? I don't know. Putting water. Telling you to drink water if you're drinking Coke, you'll probably die. I don't know. Something about. No, they're conserving water. Oh. Right. Because they're convincing you to drink Coke instead. (laughs) They're sipping sugar water around the world. Mm. Food and recipes with Coke. Oh, you're kidding. Oh, this is going to be good. Martha Stewart, share a Coke float. With Martha Stewart. Uh, Out of left field eats. Ballpark eats. Deep fried Coke battered but- butter biscuits. What the? This is gross. Okay, we gotta get on. Chris, we gotta start. We're we a beer podcast. Fi- no, I'm looking for the nutrition. Then facts. Google Google nutritional facts of Coke. Don't come to the website; you'll never find it. That's like Fish. trying to find the side effects on a like a prescription pills website. Well, see, they're supposed to list it somewhere on the freaking. Here we go. From their website. See, I wanted it from their website. I didn't want it from like a third a Wikipedia. Here we go. Browse by brand. Coke. We want Coca Cola. And we want regular, regular Coca Cola. I didn't know they made caffeine free Coca Cola. Do we yeah. do a can? Yeah, twelve ounce can. Twelve ounce can. Calories one hundred and forty. Total carbs thirty nine grams. Sugar thirty nine grams. Sodium forty five milligrams. milligrams which that's is not that much. Two percent. That's really not that much. Two percent. That's not that much sodium. Why is there sodium in there? What? Why is there sodium in a? Because humans love salt. That's true. Like and so you drink, so you drink soda, you drink this Coke, and you and get you sugar want, and, and you salty. Want salt and you want, so you have sweet and sour, and you want both. Two liter. I saw somebody with one of those two liter. Uh, Who sells a actually, three liter? Actually, what's kind of fun. Oh, see, see, they, they trick you. Remember, they always trick you. Serving size is actually twelve ounces, which is a can. So they put the same nutrition oh, facts oh, on a course. two liter, and it says serving per t- six. Yeah, six. So if you drink this entire two liter. Everything's actually multiplied by six. Yeah, that's still not that bad. The sugar's all like astronomical though. Two hundred thirty-four grams of sugar. A quarter kilo of sugar. <laughs> oh god! Just in your drink for the day. <laughs> how many liters of water are you supposed to drink a day? Um, I, I don't drink know. The beer. How many liters of water should I drink a day? There Perfect. you go. Thanks, Thanks Google. Google. Uh, men should drink about three, three liters. It's about 13 cups of total fluids a day. Women should drink about 2.2 liters and 9 cups of total fluids a day. Three liters. What if I drink all Coca-Cola? I mean, it would technically would be a liquid. No, but I'm saying like how much sugar would that? that, that three, would be, three liters? Yeah, three liters. That would be a... Um, they have it on here. That would be like a third of a kilo of sugar. Three liters. Three liters. So eight so times 40. Nine times uh, eight. Eight. 312 grams. A third of a kilo, basically. Mm -hmm. Of just sugar. Of just sugar. That's almost a pound. That you would consume all day. It's just sugar in your drink. Not even your calorie intake for food. That's gross. This is why I don't drink soda. I drink beer instead. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's probably, so, if there's nutrition facts, it'd probably scare the shit out of you, but I mean, at what, least... What, for beer? Yeah. Really? I don't... I mean, some beers... I mean, I'm sure there's sugary and but, calories, yeah. but like... I think calorie contact would probably Actually, Guinness is out. Guinness is surprisingly not that calorie dense for how thick of a beer it is. I was looking this up on the internet. Compared to other beers, Yeah, it's actually relatively low calorie. By no means is it like light. Right. But it's it's on the lower end. Yeah. Like certain light beers have far more calories in them. Interesting. That's what I thought. There you go, giving those Guinness facts again, Graham. You just love your Full Guinness. Full of them. So, Pumpkin. Pumpkin, Southern Tier. Smells better than the last one. A little higher ABV, too. Actually, a lot higher ABV. Mm, but it, 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 this is the flavor I was looking for in a pumpkin beer. Yeah. It's got that, that little spice in it, and this is actually kind of carbonated. It's got some body to it. It doesn't feel like it just kind of fell off of my tongue. Like a, it kind like of a flaccid beer? Yeah. Yeah. It just sort of it lingers enough there. It lingers enough that you can kind of taste it and... There's enough layering going on that it's not so forgettable, I think. Well, that and the pumpkin in this is not overbearing. It's a very, I think, well-done addition. Yes. It's not the forefront, but it's there. It's a beer that has pumpkin flavors. And I think that they have kind of thought about the spices added. Because everybody thinks pumpkin, cinnamon. Mm -hmm. Right? So, traditionally, pumpkin, allspice, and nutmeg, not cinnamon. Wait, what? Like pumpkin pie? Yeah. It's like pumpkin and cinnamon. Like, that's where the pumpkin spice comes from. Sure. So, you get, like, that super, super, like, cinnamon flavor. Warm, flavor. Right? This, for me, feels like a... Nutmeg. Yeah. And, like, allspice. What's allspice? Um, you confuse me with that word. I... Just a text message. This little berries. Oh, allspice. Allspice. I got a text too. Um, because there's this recipe that I have seen before to make like it's kind of like a pumpkin pie, but kind of like not. You get these little like baking pumpkins, which are like the size of a small bowling ball, mm-hmm. and you cut off the top and you scoop the insides, but you keep the insides in and you put like cream and oh, sugar and some it. spices in it and you bake the whole thing like that mm-hmm. so it kind of takes the outside of the the flesh of the pumpkin mm-hmm. and it kind of uses the pumpkin as a vessel as a vessel i like that yeah so it's not like pumpkin pie where it's pumpkin out of a can it's actual it's actual like pumpkin mm-hmm. it's more like it's carrier like a thick soup got it it's something i don't want to try during thanksgiving we'll see we, we could do that um, for like a Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving. I've already had people talk to me about that. And I'm like, this is too early to think about that. Wait, Wade does hipster giving. What's hipster? What's, what's that? It's Thanksgiving, but y'all dress up as hipsters and drink PBR. No hipsters drink PBR anymore. That's why you do it. You don't actually try and be a real hipster. Like but you, you and Drew always can like yell at me for being a real hipster all the time. Which is No, but you are a real hipster. Do you drink PBR? <laughs> no. Ew. Only when I force you. That's true. Yeah, see? Gross. See? So, no. You're a real hipster, but I'm, I'm talking about fake hipster. Like, like, Fixie Don't Stop Hipster. Please tell me you've read that Craigslist ad. No. Oh. Do I have to find oh, yes. that? <laughs> Just Fixie get, don't, don't Stop, stop. Craigslist. Yes. This one? <laughs> Fixie Don't Care. 
you got to read this for the Another show. Another gem listeners. from Craigslist. I Fixie promise don't care. this is worthwhile for the show. <laughs> All right. Should I have some like like classical music playing in the background? No. You should. You should. <laughs> well, maybe if you wanted. I mean, I do. I, I do have some new stuff here. Let's see if I can find it. There we go. St- turn off your phone. We're on the show. I'm, I'm at work. Sorry. It actually may be me. Actually. No, it's me. Another Craigslist posting worth sharing. This time, from no, so no, you, not classical. This needs to be angry. Fix. You, oh, you should failed not, from a failed hipster. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you should, should not be, do classical. So it should be this. <laughs> I was like, this is the wrong background. Okay. Another Craigslist post worth sharing. This time from a failed hipster in San Luis. Obispo. Obispo. Obipso. Obipso. Obipso area. Where is that at? Is that a place? Probably. Screw it. I tried so hard. I dated a girl from Portland. I criticized cheese. I applied the term artisanal to every inanimate object that went into... that went in or on my body. I burned and signed my forearms just to make it look like I was going to culinary school. Oh, singed. Excuse me. Not skinned. To go to culinary school. I grew Carol Brady hair. I got itchy from the finest flannel, and I cut off circulation from my waist down with my jeans that made my ass look like an elevator button. <laughs> and I wrote a fixie. No more. It's all gotta go. The hair, the macrame, the texting, overages, the Netflix, the Hulu Plus, the record collections. <laughs> Ever try to box up and move an effing stack of LPs and a bike? Pictured below is the bike. It's beautiful. It's got red rims, red chain, red tires, red handlebars shaped like the devil's horns because it's the devil. The guys at the hipster store don't tell you the fixies don't stop, so I will. Fixies don't stop. Stop sign. Fixie don't care. Car coming to- turning in front of you on a three-way stop. Fixie laugh. Want Chipotle? Nope. Fixie want protein powder, beet, purple, carrot, bee pollen juice, and won't stop till he gets it. Fixie has a mind of his own. Yesterday, Fixie got pulled over twice by SLOPD in three hours. In six months' time, Fixie collected more tickets than a scalper at a Radiohead show in Hollywood Bowl. I'm selling this bad boy and tipping the dregs to my last PBR tall boy in his memory. The devil, Fixie. $1,100, new. A Craigslist story. A Craigslist story. <laughs> Fixie don't stop. Pixie <laughs> don't stop. They car, see the back. car coming, turning on you in front of a three-way stop. Fixie laugh. Watch Chipotle. Nope. Fixie on a protein powder. Beet purple. Bee powder smoothie. Oh, God. I'll put this in the show notes so you guys can go back and read oh. this uh, Craigslist ad. Uh, my favorite like new thing to do is do like bad Yelp reviews. Bad Yelp reviews? Like, like angry Yelp reviews. Just like really good ones. Just... It's it's kind of like like the Amazon reviews of the Harry Bow gummy bears because those were some yes. of my oh, favorites. Yeah. It's like there's some like hilarious fake Amazon or like not fake Amazon ads, but just very clever Amazon ad like reviews, reviews that happen. Like stories. So this is uh, Carmen's Parkside Pizza. My pizza was has too much crust on it, so I started a small fire in the bathroom, and I was shocked and appalled when they asked me to leave. <laughs> they pushed me out, so I quickly, I didn't even have time to grab my crossbow from the booth I was sitting at. It was unprofessionally rude. I've received a warm welcome from almost every other restaurant I've started a fire in, and certainly won't be returning to Carmen's. 
some of it is a little Scripted. trolly. It's a little trolly. It's a little like oh, fake kind of reviews. Yeah. But it's kind of, it's fun to kind of peruse. I still, just if fake you've reviews. never done this, Google Haribo Sugar Free Gummy Bears Amazon reviews. In your spare time, it's it's a good review. It's a good laugh. It's just there's some like amazing. If you're, if you're gonna do any, do do a Harry Bow sugar free. Everybody's heard that. God, those are so. Everybody, good. my precious starfish, had never felt so destroyed. <laughs> I died laughing when I read that line. <laughs> it's amazing. Just, people that never had writing careers all of a sudden do. They yeah, have them on Amazon reviews. comments <laughs> or reviews, which is crazy. Do you know that we have a uh, Amazon what now? Is it? Now, yeah, Drew and I use it this morning in uh, in Indianapolis. It's What'd you there? buy? Uh, a USB cable, an HDMI cable. So you paid way too much for it. No. And a how uh, much did you pay for it? Because I will beat that price and immediately. Oh, I mean yes, but I wanted it today. Oh, uh, okay. Well, you I mean it, no, today. it was not you bad. Had, you had to over, you had to overpay for it. Obviously, it was free one hour shipping. I know you can't beat free one hour shipping. But it's like a limited. It's a limited it's a selection of goods. selection, right? Sure, it's not sure. like I want a sectional love seat delivered in one hour. What you don't understand is, literally, Drew ordered it. 40 minutes later, his phone rang. Hello, I'm outside with your cables. Because it, like, it took them 40 minutes from ride, from like no, driving for, from the north side of yeah, Lebanon no, it, down to here. It literally took them at least 25 minutes to drive from Lebanon to downtown, which means it hit the truck in, what, 15 minutes from the time he hit order? Well, you have you ever done um, same day? Yeah, I didn't same day with a little girl in the minivan pulls yeah, up. Same yeah. day is like just a guy. Yeah, no, and so is this. <laughs> this is a guy that calls you on his cell phone. Is like, hey, dude, I've got your cables. Get out here. I got yeah. a delivery to make. And you run out there, and he hands them to you, and you he screeches off into the in the sunshine, like into the sunset, and makes his next delivery. Yeah. What's What's crazy about uh, Amazon now is that in New York, you can actually uh, it's a bike messenger because nobody drives in New York because mm-hmm. it's really dumb. And they don't even bother putting it in a like regular box. No, it's in a paper bag. Right, it's that's like a got. little paper bag, yeah, and they put it in his messenger bag, and he rides his fix gear over to your it's fixie. <laughs> fixie don't stop. <laughs> fixie don't stop. <laughs> um, did you know that also Instacart is now in Indianapolis? Wait, what's at in, least for me. What, what's Instacart? Instacart is. Oh, okay. Let me bring it up yes. for the uh, for the audio listeners. I am googling. Instacart theater of follow, the mind. Follow along with me. He's Insta- doing this on a beautiful Dell monitor. Instacart. You type in your zip code. No, type in my zip code. No, oh, I've already. There we go. <sighs> so Amazon.com. Or not Amazon.com. Instacart.com. Basically, you go and you can pick a grocery store. That's not Whole Foods. It is Whole Foods. Oh, Marsh, Costco, Petco. Do you have any George idea how expensive Marsh is downtown? Well, luckily, I've got a. Actually, no, don't go to this marsh, but <laughs> go to this Kroger, by the way. It's really good. Uh, go to Kroger on 16th. It's awesome. Do you hear Kroger's looking at installing beer taps? Speaking of beer podcasts, which is what we're on right now, babbling about marsh, whole Kroger Foods- is looking to install beer taps in all of their stores. Did I ever tell you the story about the Whole Foods that I visited in uh, Columbus, Ohio? You haven't yet. So last year, and I was visiting my parents who live in Ohio, I was driving to Columbus, so they a little bit outside of Columbus, and I was like, I need to pick up, you know, some beer because for the family events. So I look up Whole Foods because I know here in Indiana, Whole Foods, we can sell our beer and wine in grocery stores almost anywhere. Pretty decent selection of local Just stuff. Just not on Sundays. Just not on Sundays. 
So I go to this Whole Foods in Columbus, and it is crazy. They have a walk-in beer fridge for all of their beer. Everything is cold. You walk around the corner, and it's a full bar. I walked out with two growlers <laughs> that say Whole Foods on them. Whole, actually, no, they said just say beer. And on the other side, it says Whole Foods. You're bougie. Like, that is that, that's like insane. Only a little bougie. You can like walk in and say, I want that local. They had like local stuff. Wait, they really? had like national stuff. Oh, that's kind of cool. Which can is cool. A, it's yep. kind of like a tap room in your grocery store. And I didn't really understand like hanging out because people were having like a drink at Whole Foods. Uh, Chris, soccer moms got to get their drink that's on. That's true. You got to come you know, on. When you're picking up the, cra- the crab legs. And the caviar, yep. you need to make sure that you can get a you know get your drink couple on. drinks on. Yep. Well, no, it's it's, it's a soccer mom. They, they have a hectic schedule, so when they get a chance to socialize, they have to take it, which is typically in the grocery store mm-hmm. or the kitchen because they shouldn't be outside of the kitchen. Wow. Okay. Yep. You're welcome for that. So we're on we're on Instacart. Instacart. So you pick your grocery store, and then you literally go through and say, "All right, well, I need uh, red gold tomato paste." Add. I need what? Um, peanut butter. Peanut butter. Yes. Yes. Let's oh. say we're gonna have tacos. Let's have tacos. Tacos. We're gonna get tacos. I love tacos. And then we need to get some orange juice. So we'll add some Tropicana, some Pop Tarts, of course. Good. Good some call. Some Honey Nut Cheerios whoa, for breakfast. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. What? Honey Nut Cheerios. What? What's your favorite breakfast cereal? What's oh, that? I'm, I'm Banana Nut Crunch. I think it's Banana Nut is Crunch. Is that a Kellogg's brand? I don't know. That's, I don't know. That sounds like a General Mills brand. Oh, it might be General Mills. I'm mm. so sorry. Uh, that or Reese's Puffs, because I'm a 12-year-old heart. we got to get on the trend of sparkling water. Not LaCroix. No. Yep. Adding LaCroix. Grapefruit. Grapefruit fruit sparkling water. <laughs> uh, Cheez-Its. Yes. And a whole wheat Triscuits. Reduce fat. So then you just add it to your cart, right? Can and you then go you, just, cart? you go you go check out. And if you would hit that button, would it be one-click ordering? It would... No. Okay, thank God. <laughs> I'm not going to click it anyway. Next delivery, so 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. tomorrow. So, like, whole f- or Marsh is closed right now because we're recording this at... 9 o'clock. 9.15. Yeah. Well, so, there- it's, it's... And there's a little bit longer, but, like, Whole Foods, which for me, I literally live less than five minutes away from a Whole Foods. And this is a two-hour delivery. I could walk to Whole Foods. And walk back. And before walk they back would get before here. they would get here. So, for me, not really practical. For other people in the area, okay. Actually, Chris, let's try this. Um, open a private browsing tab. Let's put my address in there. Uh, I think I have to sign. Where's your... No, just private browsing. Then you can go there and you won't need to log out. Oh. A secret... Secret mode. Secret mode. Okay. Instacart. Go there. Zip code? 46204. Now you know where Grant lives. Woo! I live downtown. Are you really going to make me a uh, grand <laughs> I like this. <laughs> my username is very socially acceptable. Uh, wait. What's my password? I can't tell you. Over so the many digits. There you go. Preparing. If yourself. you log in with Facebook, do they post all your bougie purchases Probably. to the internet? <laughs> I just bought organic, not organic kale. <laughs> Raised, like, socially, acceptably, organically, on the East Coast. This is preparing your store. Is it working? Is it going? I'm pretty sure I hate you.com's confusing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's your email. I hate you.com. Have you ever ever used uh, 
the self-destructing email accounts. Yes, before. I have. They are great. They're hilarious. Oh my gosh. It literally gives you an inbox for 15 minutes and then disappears. Okay. Um, this isn't working. We've spent too much on this segment. I do think this is the longest show I've done with you, and it's just us two being idiots on the internet. Well, Joey, the funny thing is Joey and I, when we did our the first round of pump, or like fall beers. Part one. Part un. Same thing. Just continuously just super long show. I don't know what it is about just two people sitting You, you do need three. Three. Three makes for a great show. Three experienced guests, I think, is helpful. Here we go. All right, Grant. Whoa, we're in. I've got Whole Foods. Is that my only option? You get Whole Foods, Georgetown Market, which I don't know. That sounds like it might cost a lot of money. Let's go. Let's click on it. <laughs> um, produce. Produce. It looks like a lot of organic stuff. That sounds tofu. Like Silken afford- tofu. I can't afford this. There is some, there's an interesting... Uh, news topic that i may want to save to the next segment no screw it (laughs) (laughs) because i was listening to npr today and on npr today no actually yesterday and the um i was listening to marketplace and they were talking about to have an interview about this brand called just mayo i love mayonnaise and mayo as you know has egg in it normally Wait, mayonnaise or mayo? Mayonnaise. Okay. Miracle Whip does not... Mayo is a shortened term for mayonnaise. Okay. Correct? Yes. Miracle Whip is a... What not, brand? Not... I don't know. Craft, maybe? Yeah, it's Craft Miracle Whip. Yeah. Is not... Does not mayonnaise. have eggs in it. It is a... Which is why it can last forever. Right. Which is why it's called Miracle Whip, not mayonnaise, which is why Hellman's Mayonnaise always says real mayonnaise, not yes. sponsored. There's a brand <laughs> called... <laughs> Hashtag that sponsored. <laughs> There's a brand. Hashtag you should. <laughs> There's a brand called Just Mayo. And it's a brand that looks and tastes like mayonnaise, but it has no eggs in it. So they f- apparently. But they have a picture of an egg on their container. Right. Because it's like, apparently people are afraid of eggs or it's more shelf stable or I don't know. Cholesterol, I have another story after heart this. things. I don't understand. So what was interesting is that big egg. The big egg industry, like the poultry industry. Mm-hmm. Which is scary. I watched a documentary on them yesterday. They're terrifying. Like the egg, there's, I, I don't know if the poultry industry and the egg industry are the they're same. Related. They're, they're related. They're close. So the, the egg industry specifically tried to shut them down. Try to get the product pulled from the shelves. Wait, why? Because it was saying that it was some Not mayonnaise. Ma- it mayonnaise and it had egg on the, on the thing and it wasn't like safe and something with a soybean board. There's a Wait, whole article. What? I'll put this on the, on the show notes on the NPR article. It was a crazy, crazy, insane thing that like nobody saw because it was like this huge thing that big egg, the big egg industry of big egg industry, industry, quote unquote, like big tobacco, you know, tried to shut this company down. This little company. Trying to do oh yeah, this little thing. company, right? Like artisanal in Art, artisanal, 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 If you want to be, a, if you want to be a douchebag, it's artisanal, artisanal. Yes, like in the. It's not my. That's you. That's I have songs by Chris. You are the show host. Oh no, I'm in this group message. I have to get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna last forever. Um, but yeah, so it's very interesting. I put it in the show notes. So, so, so I do have that. one follow up before you cancel this or end, end the segment. We're canceled. Stop it. So. <laughs> I went to Pan Express today. Great restaurant. Uh, debatable. I'm kidding. But so a couple months ago, Drew and I were reading these articles of all the chicken industry problems here in the U.S. So if you don't know this currently, um, late this last spring, early this summer, millions upon millions of chickens have either died or been killed 
to stop the spread of a chicken flu going through the uh, chicken farms here in the U.S. I mean, not like a small amount. This is like substantial. Like 30% or 40% of the chickens in the U.S. have died in the last five months, which is crazy large amount of chickens. If you Google, like, there's like one or two or three or five chickens for every person in the U.S. It's a crazy number. But regardless... And if um, you and if you know the U.S.'s most favorite protein is chicken. lean whole or lean chicken breast. Yes, again, it's absolutely. Chicken breast. Like it's in everything. It's in everything. So I hadn't seen the results because they they were talking earlier this year about how the egg prices are going to go up and how chicken breast prices are going to go up. Today I'm at Panda Express and there's a sticker on the glass in front <gasps> of the food. I saw this today too. Yes, that says due to the recent lack of eggs. Fried rice no longer has eggs, and we were trying a new recipe. Our apologies. Crazy town. Yeah. Eggs are becoming more expensive in the U.S. by the dozens. Eggs jumped, uh, wholesale price for chicken eggs jumped 84.5% in June. Yeah. So I read about this when it was happening, like, three or four months ago, right? But, like, I hadn't seen it. It hadn't affected me as a person. But Panda Express changed their recipe. Because the eggs are too expensive. Well, you have to think that the really for you, you would probably see this kind of influx like trickle down because you have, I mean, realistically, I don't know what the kind of the inventory for chicken and eggs for these large corporations how long does that sit yeah. in channel inventory yes how long does their egg their egg bags that because you know if, right. you, if you buy processed eggs it comes in a bag that's already been mixed and pasteurized right. and sat in the shelf for months and it's like how long does it take from like fresh eggs to then be processed then to be shipped so and so now we're seeing it what two months three months later yep now what's amazing is so when i was broke in college and you, you know this right we were both broke in college at the same time right yeah so we were both really broke, and eggs are the single cheapest source of protein you can put in your diet. Yes. Like bar none. They are, they are so inexpensive for, per, like, nutritional value. Per, like, grams of protein. I'm kind cheaper, of afraid of what eighth, like, a, almost a doubling the price of the egg would do to the American poor. Because, no, it's literally one of the best and cheapest sources of food and protein in the country. Milk, eggs, bread, the end. Right. I mean, it's. I think it's going to be... I think the industry is definitely going to bounce back. Oh yes, yeah. No, I'm not worried fairly the, quickly. I'm not worried about the industry as a whole. It's the people it affects on, like the people that can't afford a a dip or or a, a drop. Oh, I don't think we're gonna like we're, we're gonna see any kind of like super super long term effects because I I remember hearing you know the whole thing of oh you know milk is going up forty cents or something yeah. like a gallon see, of milk the, the, is like more expensive than a gallon of gasoline or something crazy oh, like some, that. Yeah. You know, remember that whole thing happened and yeah, yeah, it yeah. self-adjusted itself back down. I mean, the, the market will self-adjust itself back down. In time. I think it'll take at least a season, though. A season? What's a chicken? The, what, what's the food? The, there's no... There, in the in modern food industry, I'm going to disagree with... There's no, no, there's no Chris, season in modern food industry I guess in the you US. So what's the... Like, Chicken lay Chicken, chickens lay eggs every month, all the time. No, it's literally they, every, like they will just yes. lay eggs all the time. And so, yes, you kill us the chicks and you raise them, right? Yep. And I mean, this is just going to say warmer, and we're going into winter. Yes, granted, in the you know Midwest, Midwest, Northern, and United States, and Eastern, and so the that area is going to have you know less production, but there'll still be production. There still well, actually, is production during all, the winter. All chickens are produced indoors. 
all industrial size. All chickens yes. that died of this avian flu yes. are yes. produced indoors. I, I am not an expert on that, but I my amateur opinion assumes probably yes. that's a good yes, assumption. Yes, good assumption here in the, in the Midwest. Because we're not news people. And we're not reviewers. If you're curious, go watch the Netflix documentary on chicken farming because it is insanity. I have some interesting thoughts on industrial farming. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, thanks so much for listening. I'm no expert. Apparently a craft beer show. And an agricultural podcast. And an agricultural <laughs> podcast. We will be right back. I wish I could turn the way you do. You turn a moment into a movement. You carry me through. You are the chosen. You're chosen the way you draw the light. Wish I had your strength. Expert, a craft beer podcast, allegedly. I'm Chris Laudensegger, here with Grand Michael the Guest. Happy to be here. In the studio for our fall beer uh, showdown, throwdown, part deux. Part deux. Part deux. If you haven't uh, listened to the first part, go back a couple episodes. Joey and I today, part one of our fall beers, our pumpkin beers. Uh, it's September, so apparently uh, that's cue for... Release all the pumpkin beers. Do all the things. Do all the things. All the stuff. Yep. Um, last segment, we were talking about something. I, don't I mean, know. A, we, a we, lot of different we many just, things. We just flew off the rails last segment. Let us know if you like that. Twitter.com slash no expert show. Facebook.com slash no expert show. And go to no expert. Take two. You go to no expert show.com for the podcast and subscribe there um, and get all the episodes. As well as, like, exclusive Patreon stuff. Grant, you're a patron. I am. I have been for quite a long time. Um, Patreon.com helps support the show every single week. You also get exclusive bonus beers, exclusive content from there. Um, And something new. If you're on Apple Music right now, and I know everybody isn't, but if you are, I'm linking a playlist, an Apple Music playlist that you can subscribe to, basically, that has the music that's featured in the show. So if you like the tracks that are in the show... Because I can't play the whole things because of copyright infringement, or but we encourage you to listen to them. Yeah, if you own 
a cop or a rights to Apple Music or or if know, you want to go look at there, preference right. your- yeah. So go to go to uh, noexpertshow.com, Click on the link that's in the show posts to get the playlist, and that's updated regularly. I think there's I th- there's like a bajillion songs on there. There's like eighty or ninety songs. What, on what episode are we on, by the way? Um, this is like fifty six, awesome. I think. So we have passed the 52-year mark officially, even though we took a break in the middle. So we are into season four or something like that. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. Wait, yeah, how are you, are you in top, top gear seasons? No, yeah. Just, Where they start and end whenever they like? Yeah. We're still season two. We're going to go until who knows when. Another, I don't know. No major breaks. life event. <laughs> no breaks. Yes, that's true. <laughs> no breaks. Uh, the whole thing. We uh, we're doing pumpkin beers, our third and final beer. Unless you're a patron, unless you're a patron. So if you're a patron, bonus beer. This is from Dogfish Head. This is pumpkin. Oh, sorry, pumpkin. Pumpkin ale. Pumpkin ale. Um, like like all your children will say, pumpkin. I want pumpkin. I want pumpkins, mama. This is a pumpkin ale at 7% ABV available in the fall, full-bodied brown ale. And what's cool about Dogfish Head and we, Indiana, Indianapolis specifically, I think we got Dogfish Head, I feel like sometime late last year, it started getting back in distribution into Indiana. Or were they gone for a while? They were just, like, not here. And... I saw them and I was like, oh, Dogfish Head, that's kind of cool. That's kind of a new craft... They're out of Milton, Delaware. And then I was on Netflix, and I was browsing around. Another there. Netflix documentary we're going to talk about tonight. Actually, I just scrolling. As you do in Netflix, just click scrolling. Looking scrolling, for something scrolling, decent scrolling, to watch. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. So something suggested to me was a, a show. I think it was on probably like Discover or something like that about Dogfish Head and about the brewing process and their founder and their lead brewer that's there. And it's kind of like an inside look of what they do into doing um their beers which is kind of cool to kind of get an inside look a little produced refined inside look of how the beer is actually made at that large of a scale into a craft brewery and they were talking about their pumpkin ale in one episode and how it is is, we're drinking which is what we're drinking which is a huge huge thing for them like they have to basically set their year calendar of what's in tanks being fermented what's in their tanks being brewed around pumpkin beer around this particular pumpkin beer so it's like a huge deal for them like people go crazy town over this pumpkin beer apparently um i, I hope because I hope. this smells a lot like the first beer a lot like the first beer okay it scares me all right all right um should we just let's smell it's darker than the first it beer. is it's darker than the first beer and and i'm gonna go ahead and get it a little bubbly so i can get a little smell I'm going to try not to spill this all over Chris's table. Not a ton of nose. That's what I'm saying. It smells a lot like the first beer. Okay. Let's try. Let's sip. I've improved wrong. It tastes a lot better than the first beer. Yes. That's true. It's got body. Yeah. This is a beer to me. And I actually almost don't taste the pumpkin. Yeah. It, it's just a good beer. Like, it just tastes like a regular full-bodied ale. A full-bodied brown ale with smooth hints of pumpkin and brown sugar. We brew our pumpkin it's ale the with brown sugar. pumpkin meat, organic brown sugar, spices, as well as seasonal. Seasonal. What is that word? Cools. What, what, is, what are cools? 
literally dictionary no, does no, nothing no, for me. No, probably that they brew it in a colder temperature. Oh, okay. Perfect beer to warm up with, of course. We need, we really needed to warm up today, being like 98 degrees outside. And humid. Yeah, I think it's uh, pretty solid. Mm-hmm. No, it's the brown sugar. That's what makes this. It's got the pumpkin, like, you can taste the pumpkin just barely. Yeah. But the brown sugar makes it smooth, and not like the first beer, which just, like, flowed over smooth. But, like, this is a very nice ale. Yeah. With, like, ale plus pumpkin. No, it's, like, bit. plus pumpkin light. Mm. Like, okay. like this yeah, isn't, yeah. like, pumpkin-flavored this. This is, like, in a hint of pumpkin. Yeah. And I like that. This is, this is a great beer that has a small fall festivity to it. Like, yeah. This isn't the guy that wears a Christmas sweater. But he'll, like, pin a mistletoe on him or something. Yeah, it's very subtle. And I like it. Yeah. It's classy. It's maybe somebody who doesn't maybe need to wear, like, a burnt orange sweater to, like, a fall festival somewhere. No, but he'll wear, like, a nice sweater that might have maybe a scarf. This is the guy that wears the scarf. Mm. A little bit classier. Yeah. A little bit. He'll still drive with the top down just so he can see the leaves. With the scarf. But I'll have the heater and the seat heaters on the whole time. That's who this is. With a scarf on. With a scarf flapping in the distance. And his leather driving gloves and his his goggles. (laughs) Why is he driving a Morgan? Why does he have goggles? Three-wheeled Morgan. No windshield, no top. No windshield, no top. (laughs) Made out of wood. (laughs) And hoping it doesn't break down before he gets home. That's true. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's, it's pretty... Solid and not in your face. It's very ale-like. Yeah. Like, like it's ale Like, it is a, a good, full-bodied ale. And it, did we say that we, we've we both had Pumpkin, our previous beer yes, before? Yes, no, you and I had Pumpkin last year on the show. So this is like, I've never had this before. You've never had this mm. before? Okay. There are this. It's good, though. Yeah. It's a good ale. Ales, for me, are, are, are a little hard because, like, a true ale can sometimes be a little overbearing in the mouthfeel and the... A little too viscous. Trying to be viscous and trying to be darker than it is without being the smoothness of a stout. Mm-hmm. But this is like a hearty ale you drink at a pub. Yeah. Like, I would like yeah, to yeah, drink yeah. this around a, a fire inside, not a fire outside. Yes. Like, this is a pub ale. Mm-hmm. Like, in a real, like, in a real pint glass. Yes. Like... Around an f- open fire, and like it's kind of chilly outside, but it's not. Co- it's not like snowing. But like when you go outside at the very end of the night, the bar is closed. You can see your breath as you walk to your car, but you're not like chattering and shivering because it's twelve degrees. It's like thirties. It's a little chilly. I'd no, say no, like forties. No, sure, high thirties, <laughs> low forties at midnight, like at, or three yeah. in the morning, at the end of the night. Right. Like when you walked in, you walked in with a sweater, not a jacket. Yeah, I agree. It's very. It's 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 super solid. Beer. It's a fall beer. I think it's like the. Uh, I almost want to say, like, I like it better than the pumpkin because it's more subtle and less in your face mm-hmm. and a little bit more refined. Yes. And it does have that refining characteristic that I think the Flat 12 beer doesn't have. And I think that the pumpkin from Southern Tier was a little too novelty. Here's thing. This is a great beer. That has pumpkin flavors. Yes. That's it. Pumpkin is a great pumpkin beer. This is a great beer that has pumpkin flavors. Yeah. That's that's my take. It doesn't need to be like pumpkin-y, pumpkin-y. This isn't top banana banana flavor. This is an actual like banana essence inside of something. It's thing. like not like uh Do you know what I'm talking like, like top banana, the artificial banana flavor that tastes nothing like bananas? It tastes like um, 
what is oh the runts the candy that's exactly the banana no, flavor banana candies runts. that's or, what I'm talking about yeah. top banana so top banana flavoring is way different than what bananas actually taste like yeah that's what pumpkin is to me versus like this this tastes more like slight uh, hints of fallen pumpkin in the background as you drink a great beer yeah I agree I think out of the three. I think it's the most solid. Maybe not like my favorite beer in the whole world, mm-hmm. but I think for us looking at pumpkin beers and f- fall beers specifically, yes. I think it's super solid. And I kind of understand why people kind of freak out about something like this because it is both uh, that novelty of "ooh, it's fall, I have to have everything pumpkin" for people <laughs> who don't drink craft beer and people who are into craft beer and are like, "Okay, I kind of want to do a pumpkin ale. I want to do this one." It's not so overbearing, overly sweet, overly, quote-unquote, pumpkin-y. Yep. To, and then compared to something like this, where it's very cho- sort of low-key. Yep, and this, this, by no means, is my favorite beer ever. But it's a good beer. And I would order this again out. And I don't usually say this here on the show. Mm. If I was at a like a, like a bar with an open fire, and it's like fall time outside i would honestly order this again so this was be the one that you would get again and that doesn't happen on the show very often not, especially in this show on this particular one this no. would be the only beer i'd order again ever would God, you yes. ever buy this for your refrigerator no no but no. you would you would go but i would and... order it in a in a in a pub with an open fire like fall time festivities on a hayride that kind of thing i'd order this beer again in a heartbeat huh okay it, it the beer fits the mood yeah and it's a good beer. And if, if you like ales, I highly recommend you try it because it's a great, I think, a really well-done ale. Yeah. Agreed. It is It is very, very, very solid for and, – and I mean I always talk about Evil Twin because Evil Twin is like Your favorite my brewery favorite ever. brewery, Your brewery. Ever. Oh, They're just my favorite all the time. And if you're a patron, you can definitely, uh, definitely listen this week because we've got a uh, – a patron beer, bonus beer, that'll be hilarious for Grant specifically. Um, but I think that they're sort of this like crazy mad scientist where this is sort of the dogfish head for me is like the chef that has refined and refined and refined a recipe over and over and over again. And it still makes it interesting, but also you know that the, you can you know tell, what you're getting. You, you can know tell that the time has gone, gone into it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's there's a sort of like weird separation from like local breweries which you have kind of this like loyalty to to be like oh I have to like stuff from here like flat twelve which I was disappointed in. right you, you have is this Indianapolis brewery I have to like stuff from them and I typically do but tonight flat twelve I'm sorry but then it's like okay yes there I you're you're drawn to that because that's the whole like craft beer culture but what are these like larger breweries doing that are still considered quote-unquote craft but they are doing it at a scale much larger than your local brewery how that they get an advantage there they get an advantage of scale and time and resources that these smaller guys can't do and i and i say smaller guys because dogfish head in, in comparison to BNC. Say say Budweiser is incredibly is like, tiny. It's like three percent, maybe not even that of say, like their total that? like. Wow, that'd be impressive. Their their total like output like Dogfish Head is f- very large. 
Yeah, for, no, for I, who they are. I've heard of them before, like like more than a little. So it's 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 very 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 small percentage compared to you know thousands and thousands thousands of bottles a day getting pushed out at Budweiser, a larger a larger plant, plant, not plant. a brewery, a beer making factory, industrial beer, industrial beer, down with industrial beer. Now, Chris, we still need to do the BMC show. That you is happening. That is happening. If you want to Chris, get an update on the, we have to do what's so hot out. You, me, and Drew do. Okay, you have well, a, you have one month. I have one month to figure it out. If you want to see the BMC beer show where we do the big three, probably some other extra terrible, terrible tasting beers. Don't do preconceived notions. No preconceived <laughs> notions. You go in with a. Is it the same show as the Dirty Thirty show? Or are those different. Those are different. Those oh, are different shows. We need you both those here. I. I also have another idea for a, a growler challenge show. But that will be even more interesting. That sounds really dangerous. No, I mean it's 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 everybody brings in drinks their own growler. No, they they bring in a growler to so share this with is everybody. Not like the fifth of November. No, this is <laughs> no, that's an inside story we can't share on the show. But uh, you know, everybody comes in the studio. We have like five or six of us. Everybody brings in a growler, and we all try the beer that somebody brings, and it's kind of like their their choice, their choice beer. Um, if you want to follow the show, get updates on the show, have ideas for the show, I mean, I'm always up for ideas, want to be on the show, whatever. Twitter.com slash show is the best place to contact me about I'm No Expert. If you want to like our po- page, page, not post, post, page or post on Facebook, facebook.com slash show, as well as noexpertshow.com and subscribe. Leave us a like, leave us a comment on iTunes. It really helps out the show. Leave a little rating. Stars, whatever you want. I don't care. One star. Any rating. Half star. Any rating helps. Seriously. If it's a one star, I'll probably read it more. Yep. Than a five star. Realistically. Do it. Do it right now. Like, stop what you're here. Stop. Stop what you're doing. Did you rate it? Did you go and rate? They should have. Right now. And if you're, re- if you're really into the show, I will probably share and or like this episode. You can follow me at Grant Michael Chapman at Facebook because I don't Facebook. have any other social media. <laughs> I'm lame and old. <laughs> All right, Grant, Michael, thanks so much for coming on the show again this week to suffer through the pumpkin beers. I think you found one you liked. No, Chris. Yeah, was, did I surprise no, you for, again? For the last beer, it was all worth it. The first one was miserable, and you still owe me for that. I always surprise but you every single week. Thank you for having me, Chris. Thanks for coming on the show. And we're actually going actually, to... listeners. Uh-huh. If you are a patron, you're about to experience probably the best beer of the night. Perfect segue. Yes. Perfect segue. The last segue. beer is always the best beer. Always and the having best Having been an original patron, an OP. OP patron. It's always worth it. <laughs> you, it the, the content is never funnier. The beers are never tastier. And you'll never, ever regret listening to the bonus beer. <laughs> so thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you're a patron, of course, like Grant said, patreon.com slash show to become a patron and continue the show more because this show ran long and we're going to even run longer. Deal with it. Go long or go home. Exactly. Thanks so much for listening and I will see you next week. <laughs>